Well, all good things come to an end. Unfortunately, we're not talking about the Sharks' power play woes. We're talking about the Sharks undefeated in overtime. We'll break down this win by the Penguins and a whole lot more right now. This is Teal Town After Dark. With that, good evening, everyone. It is Saturday night, January 15th, 2022. The Sharks lose to the Pittsburgh Penguins in pain. There's your alliteration for you. Two to one in this one. Welcome to Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every game, so come on in. Let's have some fun talking about the Sharks and everything else in the world of hockey by uh, chatting with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the app. Of course, follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, and find everything at tealtownusa.com. Good evening, everyone. I am Eric Curra alongside Ian Reed. Hello. Hello. And that was kind of pretty much the blandness of this game, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I I did promise pain the last time I was on. I said you you know it was asked what's upcoming um, by Landy, and uh-huh. I said pain. Uh, <laughs> this was not the pain I first saw. So so we don't give you foreseen points for this. No, I mean no, no. <laughs> yeah, this one's oh man, this one's like I, I'll give the sharks some kudos here they they put up a hell of a fight better than what they showed up in pittsburgh with and we can get into the whole thing yeah they were jet lagged it was a pretty much a morning game for them but I, i'll give them kudos for for an for a solid effort unfortunately i mean they get a point out of it but they could have had two yeah they played good enough to win i think that's that's the frustrating that's the pain right because they played good enough to win this game um they got great goaltending from aiden hill um which who's actually been really really good of late um after you know i think going into this stretch knowing that reimer was on the shelf i i think a lot of people probably thought this these games were going to go a lot differently than they have um but aiden hill has really stepped up uh so i mean there's like one of those things right there's a lot of positives that you can take from this game and i know people are probably sick of the you know oh ian's gonna find the silver lining again but i mean if you're super like there's there's definitely things to be angry about but i i think like overall like there's there's a lot i liked about this game i don't like the outcome obviously but there there was a lot i liked yeah, and Jim in FLA, I think you're saying it right. Let's face it, the Sharks aren't even in the Penguins class, but hung in there. Yeah, no, I, they played a really good game. Um, they could have just, look at the last time they were in Pittsburgh, they rolled over and they died. And it was embarrassing. That was That's an understatement. <laughs> Tonight, they they played a really good game, you know, like, again, like, don't underestimate pride. You know, because I think, you know, you don't get to this level of hockey without having a little bit of pride in your game. And when you lay an egg like that and, you know, you're going to come back and play the same team and you're not going to let them do that to you at home. Right. I mean, it, and and while the stands weren't full and some could say there are more Penguins fans than, than there were uh, San Jose fans, I'll, you know. That that could be for another diatribe down the road, and uh, but well, how, you, there's no fixing. Like I, I I know I know it's an I understand why the crowd's a talking point, but I just I don't think like there, there's no fixing it. There's no quick fix that's gonna make this all better. No, right? Like everyone's like, oh man, you know, if they trade hurdle, then people will really stop. No, probably not. The people that are hardcore are the ones that are still showing up and they're probably going to keep showing up regardless of whether hurdles here hurdles gone whatever right like it's just 
I understand why it's a talking point. I just, I don't understand. I don't know what's the solution to it. What is your solution on bringing more people back to the tank? My solution is winning. Yep. But in order for them to do that, is there more pain to get there? And I think there is. I don't think like, this is why when Doug Wilson's like, oh, we can't, we can't say rebuild out loud. Like yeah. why? Cause you think, you know, you, oh, you might lose another thousand people at the tank. Big fucking deal. When the team's good again, they'll come back. Right. And the thing, when I say with the crowd is just, you know, comparing with what, what was going on and even Randy and Drew had mentioned on that in, in the sense of once the scene gets better, they'll be back. Yeah. This, this isn't, this isn't a dire straits where we have to worry about them moving to Quebec or anything like that. Uh, let's, let's not get too crazy on that. Oh, well, I mean, but then, you know, how will we get clicks, Eric? How will we get clicks? Damn it. I know. Right? Because that's all it is. That's all this (laughs) conversation is. With that, let's get into this game. Um, I I thought the Sharks really dominated this game early on. Yeah, they had like one shift by Pittsburgh, I think, at the beginning of the game that they were getting that pressure on. But I think after that, San Jose was really dominated through the first almost seven and eight minutes of this game. And then when Balsers made it one, nothing, I, I was like, okay, these guys yeah, came out to play. Dude, that I, I knew. Like, you, I don't even know how he, like, I, I, I know, I know Drew said maybe he saw him like with the reflection in the glass. Cause I don't know how he saw him otherwise. Like, and if, show you did, and if you can do that, like, like just obscene pass, <laughs> just obscene. And that was a, an impressive pass, uh, and Balsers was right there to to deflect it in. I mean that that's the only goal uh, on on Louis Deming mm-hmm. to uh, to get past him. It was uh, Balsers' first goal since November sixth. Of course, he's been injured, uh, you know. But uh, his second game back looked good. Uh, have have fun explaining that one. Uh, <laughs> jerk, you're killing me here. <laughs> uh, jerk saying, Ian, what a pass by Eric Carlson with AJ saying, but he ate an apple on post game. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Either way, I mean, it's it's nice to see Balsers get get on the scoreboard. Uh, the Sharks need that secondary scoring. It'll be interesting to see when Barry Bonov comes off of COVID protocol, uh, where he'll slot in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a nice problem to have in that case. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping. Uh, can we can we talk about the power play? <laughs> I feel like we need to talk about the power play. Oh. Oh, I was going to set you up, but go right ahead, my friend. So, I mean, I'd like to see Barabanov <laughs> come back because, like, there's some things on the power play that's really frustrating. Like, obviously, it not scoring is frustrating enough, right? Giving up shorthanded goals, also not good. Didn't do that tonight, though, so kudos to them. But I don't know. I mean, this team just can't score, and I don't know why. It's not It's not for a lack of opportunity, and that's, I think, the the most frustrating thing. It's not for a lack of opportunity. Like some of these guys are getting grade A looks that they're just not finishing. And I, you know, I have to question why is a guy like, look at, I think Weatherby has done a good job on this team. I think he plays his role well, but I, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess he's a big body in the front, but why is he on the power play? To be the big body in front, to be, to be well, that. Can, can you not find someone with a stick nut? Like, Maybe someone a little bit better. I understand. I'm, and I'm not. He who should not be named is no longer here. And I understand that. <laughs> we do not jerk off with the Vels on the show. Go on. Oh, man. Um, no, I mean, and they had plenty of chances. That, that four-minute power play when Gensel took the double minor high stick on Dolan that drew blood in the second. I mean, I thought, okay, they, they basically have two power plays. You know, one, one at the end of the second one in the early in the third period. 
and even Hurdle missing that deflection in was was baffling. There there were a number of shots uh, on the power play where I thought they were just on the cusp of it. But yeah. my God, how many times, guys? It, it's it's frustrating. I mean, it is frustrating, and I think, and also, I do think like it's it sucks to take a power play into the intermission because I do think that when you know you come on the ice, you're a little, you're not. It it definitely kills any momentum you had, and I thought that they had a hard time getting going again, and I thought Pittsburgh played really well, and I wonder if I just wonder what the hell's going on here because. Like they just the turnovers on the power play are getting pretty ridiculous, right? And I think yeah. it's just I don't know it, too much, too much, not enough low cycle on the power play, too much trying to create from the point. And and of course the change in in the power play was Carlson and Burns on together with Burns more so on the left point, uh, going for the one timer. So the uh, you know. You know, going for the Steve spot special. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's that's a big part of the problem. I think now do the Sharks have the talent to maintain a low cycle? I don't know. But I feel like the problem with a lot of the plays going the other way is that there's just too much of it trying to start things from the point. And there's not enough movement either. I think like there's a lot of stagnation on the ice when the sharks are on the power play, which also makes it very easy to turn over the puck and take it the other way. I I'm with you on that. Uh, the, they're just standing there a little bit, just waiting for one guy to do something. And, and there's not any crazy chaos. And I thought there was a little bit of that early on with the success, especially the, when the sharks were four and zero, and like mm-hmm. this power play looked fantastic. Now it's now it's gotten like all mm, boring. Yay! I'm just gonna stand here wait till I can put my arms in. <laughs> no, Alex, we're not gonna. <laughs> sit. You know who has me when he skates, Patrick Marlowe. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that either. No, <laughs> no, stop it. Get some help. Oh come on! No, stop it. Get he, some help. He he could be, but but Ian, he could be. Oh God, I can't believe I'm saying this. He could be the 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 pseudo sharks move at the trade deadline to stop get them it. The get some help. <laughs> oh man. Okay. What, it's time to change meds. What what can what 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 do you think? they could be uh they could do i mean besides kind of creating some chaos i i do i do like the big body in front it doesn't necessarily have to be weatherby but they got to do something i i get that they're trying diff- something different with carlson and burns together and yeah, overloading the top unit that's the that's the and that's the old like that's when you know things have gone off the rails because they just that's that's the that's been the go to play for how many years now? It's like, oh, everything's gone wrong. Burns and Carlson together on the power play. And it's never good. Like, it's never it's never good. That combination of, of blue liners on the power play, it's never really worked, has it? Because no. it's always the go to when everything goes terribly fucking wrong. And I understand they gotta change things up, they gotta try different things. Like I like I mean, you know, another guy, let's talk about positives again. Like, I've really liked what Ryan Merkley's done out there. And I think yeah. he's been a positive addition to the power play. But again, you know, got to try different things. I, I understand that, but I don't know. It just Burns and Burns and Carlson has never been a great power play pair. Because, again, and I wonder if that's what's led to a lot of the stagnation on the power play is because... And all the pucks to the blue line, right? Why? Because Burns and Carlson are there. No one wants to do anything other than feed one of those. And look, I understand why. I get it. But if you split them up, then I I feel like maybe you get more movement. Maybe you get more options. I don't know. Again, I'd like to see a better low cycle on the power play. 
I, I'm in agreement with you. You have that. You do have some good, talented players on this squad. I mean, you, Meyer's going to the All Star game. He's averaging nearly a point, more than a point a game, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe right on at a point a game. You have Couture, who's been there before, who's been Couture. I mean, how many times have we mm-hmm. talked about him before? Hurdle has been on a on a great run. He's kind of calmed down the last couple of games, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's there's definitely the talent there to to have a low cycle. Would you, I mean, who would you pair? Who would you pair Merkley with on the power play? And he's up Ooh, here. That's a good question. Who, yeah, he's up here. So you you take that, you go for it, you take that shot, um, because I think he can make some plays. But the the thing with Merkley, I uh, the one negative I've seen with Merkley, I think he's been mm-hmm. defensively, he's been pretty well. And I, I, he's yeah, I like there's I've had zero gripes with his game defensively. I, I think he's just trying to get a little too fancy and it worked in the AHL, but it's not working up here. Yeah. Do you want to get to the question since we had a super chat? Yeah, Grayson, I put it up here so that way I didn't lose it. But uh, Grayson Hendricks, thank you so much for your 999 super chat donation. We appreciate it. Of course, all super chat donations and our Venmo donations go help support the the show and the site. Uh, so appreciate that immensely. Uh, Grayson saying fourth game in a row, the sharks have outshot their opponents by a significant margin with little to no payoff. Is this team really spray and praying the net? I'm upset. Well, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's spray and pray. Um, I don't, I don't think so. I think a lot, a lot of their problem is they're not, capitalizing on their second opportunity you saw a lot of really good opportunities where pittsburgh's defense took away the rebound really quickly um but i think there's there's a method to the madness for sure the sharks just weren't able to capitalize on it tonight i don't are 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 there some shots that are probably just shots for shots for sure but i don't think that it's i don't think that there's not a method to their madness I, i i feel like if the sharks could um you know, beat some defenders to some of those, some of those rebounds there, there could be goals or finish on the rebounds that they get. Right. Right. I agree. Uh, uh, Patrick Tyler saying, try four, four forwards and one D with Merkley. Just try something that isn't Burns and Carl. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I, I am too. I mean, who would you put up on the point? Couture. Couture has been up on the point before. That's why I suggest him. Yeah, I think I again. I think I feel I feel like Couture's the guy you want down low, right, or or off on the or over by the faceoff circle. Man, I don't know. That's the problem with this team, right? Is like they've got a lot of very similar guys, and then you go, hmm, who do you put on the point? And you're kind of like, hmm, who do you put on the point? Right. And and, and the thing is, is and AJ brings this up. At some point, we have to stop the we got goalied argument. If Deming kept you out, maybe your offense sucks ass. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, right? It's, guys have to finish. There's there's guys that aren't finishing. Um, and, I mean, Balser's got a really nice goal tonight. But, mm-hmm. like, that's been something we've said about Balser's a lot. I mean, the Noah Gregor comp- yeah. conversation continues. Like, what's Noah Gregor's shooting percentage right now? It's got to be just something completely planned. I'm going to go find out because I'm just... I, I want to say, I think it was Pashelka and got retreated by our good friend Shalina Goldman saying he has like 51 shots uh, and none of them have gone in. And Yeah, didn't... one point, like before tonight, a 1.4% shooting percentage. It's probably a problem. That's not good. And for a guy who wants to stay up in the NHL, um, he, he, you know, like Denver Doyle saying with the Super Chat donation, thank you again. Uh, Denver, uh, Gregor needs to score, put up or shut up. Yeah. I mean, again, I really like Noah Gregor, but you know, at some point, one of these pucks has to go in the net, right? Like I, you can't, it's, you know, and is it, is some of this probably, probably bad luck? Yeah, probably a little bit of his bad luck, but at the same time, it's like, when your team needs offense and you're not providing it, like I, again, and I don't think this team's a playoff team, so I have no issue with 
you know, the Sharks going, hey, okay, who's next man up? I'm not saying you, you, you know, put Gregor down to the Barracuda forever and never give him another sniff of the NHL. I'm just saying maybe you, yeah, exactly. Like in, in the chat, like, you know, try a John Leonard, try a Joachim Blickfeld. I don't know. Yeah. Like I, next guy up, right? Right. Like that's what I would like to see. I don't know. I, I feel like Gregor could go back down without any waiver issues. Maybe he can't. And that's something I should probably look into before I just randomly muse on the internet. While you do that, I'll keep recapping. The, <laughs> no, look look it up and see. And I'll, I'll recap as we go on. So Balsers gets his third from that beautiful pass from Carlson. Uh, if he says he, he, he looked before he, he passed it, that's no, no, Gregor. Can go so yeah. So like, what are we doing? Yeah, but the thing is, is you know, there's Leonard, there's Blickfeld down there. Uh, we'll get to the Barracuda game tonight against Bakersfield in a little bit, but I mean, they weren't, they aren't exactly, um, you know, needing to replace the red light bulbs behind the net uh, lately. For sure. I but here's here's the thing, right? Like I understand the Barracuda aren't doing well. But I don't mean like you want you want the kids in a winning environment for sure. But I don't right. think like just because the Barracuda is not doing well doesn't mean someone can't come up and make a difference in the NHL. And I think that's the problem that a lot of you are like, oh, well, no, the, the Barracuda is dog shit. Why would you bring anyone else up? Well, because some people do better with better line mates. Like look at Ryan Merkley. Ryan Merkley has been awesome since he's come up. I, I want to ask you about this. I kind of like Merkley with Vlasic. It's it's been it's been fine. Like um, I think I think they've been fine. Um, I I it's probably an issue of who they're playing against. Probably helps. Like they're they're probably drawing you know decent quality of competition, which probably helps that a little bit too. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't, I don't hate that pair. Like, Blasic's not going to come out of the lineup for any extended period of time. That's just reality, right? Like, there's certain things, like, I could come on here and I could be really angry about, but it'd be dumb, right? Like, it's just like, I could come on and be like, oh, Bugner's going to, you know, dress an enforcer. Of course he is. Why would I bitch about that? It's just reality. <laughs> like, what is that, what does that accomplish, right? Like, right. it's better to, focus on things that might actually change than things that are just another day for the sharks. Well said. I, I mean, it's, it's tough to see, you know, offensively because it's, it, and, and then you like when doing the teal town Twitter, you see Tristan mm -hmm. Robbins with like four goals and four games and, and you see in our Discord, you know, the the fighting over Thomas Bordalo not getting selected to the U.S. Olympic team. So it's it's nice to have in the back of your head that it is nice, but it also it's a lot easier to score in junior than it is in the AHL or and especially the NHL. Like that's the one thing that people need to to remember, right? Like, and I'm not trying to talk shit about our prospects. I, there's a lot of kids in the system that I am definitely excited about, but that you know <laughs> goals don't translate the way that like for most guys goals don't translate from junior to the nhl like yeah unless you're Connor mcdavid <laughs> no it just but, doesn't happen but we we saw how much kevin lebank scored in junior we saw nikita jeffalos uh do that with uh the armada mm -hmm. in the qmgh oh my god jeffalos that's a fucking I, that's a name for that's a that's a callback, geez. But I mean, what did we yeah, hear yeah, about yeah. him? He was just yeah. so so amazing to to be doing things in in the Quebec League, and then he mm. really didn't do much in the AHL. Well, defense optional. In the oh, game. yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> You've taught me that very well, Mister Reed. Um, but I mean, and that's that's the tough part is that you got to try and find uh, those guys to get that up and up in the NHL and while you have the likes of Co, Robbins, um Borderlo, uh Weisblatt. Yeah, I mean there's uh, like know. I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of things to be excited about. I just but like expecting other than the only guy who I would 
expect to come in and kind of light the world on fire is William Eklund. Yeah. Like uh, if you're, if you're expecting Tristan Robbins to turn pro and be a 40 goal guy, you're probably going to be disappointed. It'd be nice to be maybe just to get to 20. Let's, let's be real. For sure. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it's just, it's, you have to, again, like, again, I'm not trying to down talk the system. I just think that you need realistic expectations for when these guys make that next step. I mean, there's going to be lofty expectations, just like how they were for, for Meyer and LeBanc, especially coming out of the CUDA. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we'll see. And and that's down the road. So, you know, what we have right now is, a top six that needs some more scoring, um, some more creativity on the power play. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when when the PK is scoring more goals than your power play, that, that tells me there's a big problem. This it, team doesn't have the goal. This team, this, goals are hard for this team, though. Like, I think that's the one thing, and I've said this all year, goals are going to be hard for this team. Just because, like, power play five on five, whatever, like goals are hard in these, in this league. And this team doesn't have the guns that people are used to. Like those, the days of the Sharks scoring, putting up six spots on team, those days are long gone. The, the, the days of this team scoring their way out of their problems are long gone. That's just reality now. Yeah. Uh, and only putting up one, I mean, basically putting up one goal in two games since you've been back home, it's not going to cut it. I mean, granted, you're getting but some you good goaltending. To, like, you have to look at the effort, though. Like, yes. the effort's there. Like, I, I, I think it's, like, obviously this is a results business, right? Like, results matter, for sure. Absolutely. But I think if you accept this team for what it is, which I have, like you can look at things like the effort tonight and be like, yeah, but they fucking played their asses off tonight, and they did. Yeah, I mean they they stuck with them, they skated with them. Uh, I mean, putting up forty one shots on goal, and, yeah. and and doing, I mean, it just wasn't going in. Oh, for yeah, four and just like, like at so yeah, I mean, again, guys have to finish, but like. I, you can be mad at a lot of things tonight, and I'm not going to tell you how to fan. Like, if you want to be super pissed about tonight, be super pissed, man. You do you. But honestly, like, I'm not super pissed. I'm I'm disappointed. I I it sucks they lost the way they did. But I look at Aiden. You know, I look at the positives. Aiden Hill's been really good the last couple of games. The team played hard, right? Like, this wasn't a game where, you know, there was there was games in that stretch of hockey where it was like just fucking turn it off and go do something else it's a better you know it's a better better time spent that first night wasn't those nights tonight i was glued to the screen from start to finish yeah no it, it wasn't you know two sundays ago where you know pittsburgh puts up a six spot in the first period and you're like hmm i think i'm gonna watch nfl red zone or something like that or i mean this team looked really solid played well mm-hmm. with Pittsburgh, like I said, forty-one shots, face-offs. They dominated the face-off circle tonight, Sick, like a two-to-one ratio in face-offs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, again, like I don't fault their effort. Is the power play broken? Yeah, the power play is broken. Be mad at the power play. That's fine. I don't blame you. I'm a little cheesed at the power play too. But overall, like, there are games where you can come. You know, there 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 are games where you can come in after a loss and breathe fire like a dragon but i don't think this is one of them no no not at all uh so letang would get the goal would get the tying game game tied uh is the one thing i do have a concern for defensively Mm -hmm. we've seen i saw that same move by dylan larkin you know he got by vlasic tonight letang gets by Ferraro, or what do you think it is? Is it a coaching thing? Could it be they're a little caught flat-footed, or <sighs> I'm not sure. I'd have to watch that again because I I didn't remember thinking much of it. Just you know, bad, bad. It 
it just looked like it was with Larkin and Latang. They both looked like they had good speed going, and that the defenseman just wasn't ready for it. And yeah, and they get caught flat-footed. Then they're turned around, and and then Hill or Reimer, whoever it is, in that is getting ah uh, oh, crap. Here we go. Yeah. So. That yeah, time, I mean, one bad is it wasn't it wasn't a great play for sure that you know leads to the goal but I don't know it just was whatever. <laughs> and then in overtime, um, that one's I mean that's that's all Sid and Timo's got to wrap up his man a little bit better. Yeah, Timo overskates his guy. I mean, Aiden Hill has to res- like Crosby has the puck. Aiden Hill has to respect the shot. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I think, you know, Aiden Hill, he can't cheat. You can't cheat when Crosby's coming, bearing down on you with the puck. You can't cheat to the pass because then he's going to blow by you short side. And then you're dead. And then you're dead. So I thought he played that probably. Did he, did he, you know, he's again, it's Sidney Crosby. You can't just not respect that shot. So maybe Aiden Hill over commits to Crosby a touch but again it's Crosby like there's certain guys in the league where you just have to you can't just assume they're going to pass it because the second you cheat to the pass they're it's going short side so I feel like you know um I, I'm not mad at Aiden Hill for that goal at all I think that yeah I mean Timo Meyer can't over skate his guy and has to be there better but this is the thing. This is why I like three on three, though, right? Because it's like, because it's goofy, or it should be goofy. It's been coached to boredom now. Yeah. But you know, that's this is kind of why I like I don't like it when it ends in the the sharks giving up a goal. But I like the goofiness of it. The chaos. You know, like if Sydney misses the the whole misses the net. It's going the other way, and you got a two-on-one for San Jose going on. That's that's the fun part of of three-on-three in my mind. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. You know, again, uh, probably unfortunate turnover that leads to that rush, but that's three-on-three hockey. Like that's. I wish it was more like that all the time. Where, you know, but it's been unfortunately the fun that the fun's been coached out of it. Ah, <sighs> of course. So the Sharks lose this one two to one to the Penguins. Let's get to some of the comments from the locker room uh, from, from Mario Ferraro. Uh, Hill is competing. We're all proud of him. He comes in every day with emotion and passion. He gives us more confidence. Uh, yeah, like Aiden Hill's had a really good stretch of hockey. I hope it. I hope it lasts. I hope it continues. Like this is what. Again, you know, like I, 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 there's been a couple of goals where it's been like, oh, come on, really? But overall, his play's been really good the last stretch. Like, I think he's giving the Sharks everything they need from him. And all things considered, considering, you know, he doesn't have Reimer to bail him out right now. Kudos to him. Uh, the whole, I, I know people are tired of the two or fewer thing, but. You know, no, we we not too if you're on the show either. No, but what I'm saying is, is that he's he's basically giving you a chance with giving you two goals. And yeah, and yeah, uh, Aiden Hill's Aiden Hill has put the Sharks in a position to win most of his last few starts. So I think that that's all you can ask for. That's what you need from your goalie. Yeah, uh, and, and that's and they're giving them a chance to to get. Or stay in the game. It's not Aiden game. Hill's fault they lost these games. No, no, not even the Rangers game. I thought he looked nope. good in that one too. Nope. Despite the not. loss, uh, Boogner, uh, we did some things, but we didn't score. We dominated for the first two periods, and they threw everything they had at us in the third period. A power play goal would have been nice. Yeah, that's an understatement, Bob. <laughs> Couldn't say it more ourselves. <laughs> uh, I thought we held our own and we were better in a lot of categories. We were playing fast and the transition is strong. We haven't given up much defensively. And I agree with that too. I thought, like I said, they definitely kept up with the speed. Uh, they tried to get throw the game right back at them. They just couldn't get anything offensively done. Yeah. 
Uh, Ferraro, we have to stay positive. We played a really good game tonight. There will always be struggles to put the puck in. We'll obviously study on the ways and imp to improve. Uh, the Pens have a lot of speed. That first goal I got caught, they come up with all five, and we have to be aware. Mm -hmm. but, you know, that's where your teammates have to help out too. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, again, like the the Penguins are a team that can make you like they have guys that can take the smallest. You can give them the smallest inch, and they will take a mile because they they've got really skilled players. They're a really good team. Uh, Latang's goal took the wind out of our sails. Got behind us. If you're only scoring one goal a game, you have to be better on the fence. Uh, how how can you not be better at defense? You've been giving, you know, an average lately since it's been Hills Net two goals a game. I mean, you need to find a way to get three in some. I, I think. Well, yeah. Not only, but I but I think that would be. Again, that's it. That it's really easy to be like, oh, we didn't allow many goals. Like, and I think that would be a serious disservice to Aiden Hill because I think that there's been great A opportunities that Hill has stopped. Like, it's not like the defense has like been, you know, has been good and then Aiden Hill's stopping all the easy ones. Like, Aiden Hill's made some really big saves these last couple of games and kept them in it. I mean, and that the one on Sidney Crosby, I believe it was in the second period. Uh, where he's kind of like on his stomach and getting just gets a piece of it. I mean, kudos to Hill. He's definitely playing with a little more confidence, which is nice to see. Uh, that's what they got him for. I mean, yeah. Whether he's just a a temporary fix for the Sharks or down the road, he's he's their go-to guy. It, nice to see that he's getting a little more consistency and he's got to keep it up. Yep. So. Uh, let's see from Logan Couture. Uh, I thought we had a lot of good chances, but all we all had good looks tonight, but we're all frustrated. Yeah, it shows. I mean, I, I it shows. Yeah. I think you can tell. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, I like the 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 argument for for keeping a guy like Gregor in the lineup is is you just hope that once he gets the one goal that the dam will burst, right? Because he's doing a lot of the other things really, really well. And I think there's been a lot, like, other than not scoring, like, that's an issue. And obviously, look at if you're going to be in, in the top six, you need to score goals. But, but he has done a lot of the other things right. Rudolph Balsers, I think, has done a lot of things right this year when he's been on the ice. Again, but at some point you have to finish. That's what we're saying, Noah Gregor. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, I think he's like goalless in his last 14 now uh, in that one. Uh, Bugner, uh, a lot of our guys are snake pit. We had guys in front of the net, just not putting them in, i.e. the hurdle play on the power play at the, near the end of the second. Yeah, and again, I, some credit to Pittsburgh's defense, though, too. Uh, but also, you know, Couture giving, them, giving themselves some kudos. We didn't give Crosby's lines a lot of looks tonight. I thought our line played well. I like our game. If we continue, we'll win more than we'll lose. Um, you know, Hill finishing off. I felt good with not a ton of work early. Depends our veteran team and made a big push. I feel like I'm turning a bit of corner here. I'm getting more confident when I play my best. I, I like that swagger. I have that swagger, excuse me. Uh, I thought the last two games we deserved better. I need to answer a chat a question in the chat. Go for it. So Lacey is saying, what's Weatherby doing that Gregor isn't? Weatherby's not, but Weatherby isn't playing in the tops. Like Weatherby's not a guy who's, I like, are we expecting big goals from Jasper Weatherby? Because... It wasn't like he's not. I I don't I don't look at him as a, as a goal scoring threat. I look at him as a as a grindy fourth line player, like a bottom six player who can have some scoring touch. Yeah, but that's like when when has he had scoring touch? Didn't have it in college. Like it's just you know he's it's I don't I don't have those expectations from him because I don't think that's his game. I think you know whether it be or um. Gregor, Balsers, like these guys are 
in the top six. Weatherby would be terribly miscast in the top six. That's that's all. So that does it for this game. I mean, 2-1, it's a tough one to take, but the Sharks do get a point out of it, so that's a good thing if you're not on Team Tank. Uh, so there's that. Uh, let me get to the standings here, but uh, within the wild card, I should have this up earlier. My apologies. Okay. And NHL.com is just taking an epic poop. So with that, uh, let, let's talk about the other San Jose team right now. Ooh, Barracuda! Yeah, the uh, Barracuda. Uh, I don't know what it is about going to Bakersfield that this team has struggled with it, but it's... um. You know they lose five to one to the Condors tonight. The the only the only uh, you know light was Steen Pasenchuk, uh getting his uh, first road goal of the season. Uh, but other than that, that's a tough one to take on the Barracuda side. Uh, so uh, when Sam Harvey in net again? Yes, uh, he did. He, I'm here and he definitely earned the start. <sighs> uh, yeah, it, I don't know. I mean. I don't want to comment too much because I haven't really watched the Barracuda too much, but it just, I, I just, I wish that there was better. Um, this team can't buy a save. Like, I don't know how much of this team I need to watch to not know that that's an issue. I don't know. Um, it's, it sucks, right? Um, obviously, they're going to get some reinforcements coming up. And I think it's, it's going to be, um, it's definitely going to be a more exciting team to watch coming up, but I would hope, but man, they need to, they need a save. Does it put a big concern? For... <laughs> you saw Tom Dolan's comment. Yes, I did. I've been to Bakersfield. I understand. The Tom Dolan saying, I struggle when I go to Bakersfield also. Don't we all? all? Apologies to our viewers in Bakersfield. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think that's going to be my new thing. I'm just going to piss off people from a, a random place. Last Joe is Saskatchewan. This time it's Bakersfield. But it's Bakersfield. They know. <laughs> they live there. They know. Watch out, Winnipeg. You're next. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, and, and, you know, Kevin, who's the diehard of the Barracuda uh, here with our group, uh, they need to move Summer to an advisory oral and get the staff. Yeah, I mean... I've been saying that for 10 years, Lacey, but I digress. <laughs> like, I, I think that's the one thing, right? Where, like, I, I, I know that there's always, you know, detractors and, and people that are pro-Doug Wilson, but I feel like just the the one thing that Wilson's always, in my opinion, never had the, his eye on the ball is, is the, the development system. I think the development system has been atrocious for a long time. And yeah, you can bitch at Roy Sommer, but I'm tired of bitching about Roy Sommer and Bob Bugner. I'm getting tired of the guy who keeps them in their job. Good point. So the Condors beat the Barracuda 5-1. to one. Uh, Coming up for the Barracuda this week, they play a home game uh, against San Diego and then go right back down to Bakersfield for a weekend set. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, home at home. So they go back. So they go home to San Diego on Tuesday, go down to Bakersfield next Saturday, then come back uh for a 5 p.m start on sunday january 23rd at the tank against the condors who makes these schedules up what in the world i thought the Sharks' schedule is weird Jeez, they got frequent bus miles going on or something i mean come on so, do they bus anymore do uh, they does anyone bus anymore i think i feel like they all fly like it's 2020 oh good point good point uh, let's get to the wraparound, because uh, oh. um, boy howdy, um, if if they were neon buggers, um, they got squished. 
Uh, the Panthers squish up the Blue Jackets nine to two on this one. Good news for former for f- friends of uh, the former Sharks fans uh, or former Sharks players. Gustav Nyquist scored a goal, his ninth of the season. Uh, but my goodness, uh, <laughs> I mean, Connor Verhage with the with a pair of goals. Uh, I mean, I love Jonathan Huberdo in Florida, and. Uh, that one was one of those crazy ones. That one, nine two, the final there. Uh, in overtime, the Bruins beat the the Predators four to three. You know the Predators, who've been on a roll. My goodness, yes. yeah. But Taylor Hall with his eighth uh, to uh, to win it for the Bruins. Uh, Brad Marchand not going to the All Star game gets his twentieth. Carolina beats Vancouver. Vancouver all of a sudden now coming back down to earth. They lose 4-1 to one to Carolina in this one. Uh, Capitals uh, shut out the Islanders 2-0. Ovechkin gets his 25th. Tom Wilson his 10th on the season. Vanacek gets the shutout there. The Leafs, probably one of the entertaining games in the night. 6-5, they beat the Blues. And this one, San Ramon native Austin Matthews with his 25th. In that one, Ryan O'Reilly with with a pair of goals uh, in a losing cause. Sabres get shut out by the Detroit Red Wings 4-1. to Aaron Dell taking the loss. Surprisingly decent Detroit Red Wings this year. Like, they're not, I mean, they're only a 500 team, but they're definitely better than I thought they would be. Uh... Yeah, I, I think they... I, I mean, it probably it doesn't help that um, Ottawa like has been probably not as good as they had hoped to be and Montreal completely fell off the uh, rails and Buffalo is still Buffalo. Um, So I think that probably helps make Detroit look a little bit better. But I feel like I don't know when I watch them like they're they've still you know, they've still surprised me a little bit. Um, They're not there, obviously, but you could see that. You know, with Eisenman in mind, that the, the wheel—it's not—it's only a matter of time. You you definitely think they were improving uh, this year, but I don't think they were—they were improving by this much. So yeah, so that... I mean, again, 500, 500 team. I mean, it's a lot better than uh, could do a lot worse. True, uh, they're at thirty nine points on the campaign. Tampa uh, beats Dallas three to one. Braden Point. Thank you for scoring, even though I'm going to lose my fantasy hockey game. Uh, Vasilevsky with the win. Air, uh, Lindell with the uh, only goal for Dallas. Wow, that's kind of messed up. Um, Rangers beat the Flyers 3-2 to two with uh, Chris Kreider on a roll. <laughs> he gets his 24th uh, for the game winner in this one. Ducks get shut out. By the Blackhawks, three nothing. The Ducks have taken a little bit of a slide as well here. Uh, yeah. Um, earlier in the season, I said that a lot of teams might see a bump because of players playing for uh, Olympic spots, and then, and I thought definitely like John Gibson was going to be playing for that starting job on the u.s olympic team or at least giving it a go right like i mean obviously i don't think it was was it gonna be his who's to say but he i think he would have you know he was definitely trying to make a strong case for it and i wonder if some players like that were with when the olympics got kind of pulled out if they if some players kind of came back to earth a little bit i again and, and the other thing with the ducks too that we have to remember is that like the ducks have played more games than anyone else yeah, uh, the Ducks have played 41. They're at the 41 halfway games. point. I yep. mean, the, you, you know, we talk about how games in hand uh, for the Sharks. I mean, Calgary, ha- Calgary has seven games in hand along with Winnipeg, while Edmonton and Dallas have six. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah and Calgary's the team that I, – I, Calgary's kind of sliding a little bit too, but I think – I. I you know, I think it's a it's a rough stretch for them, but I don't think that I would write the flames off just yet. And those games in hand, I think they're going to shoot back up the standing, provided they can get 
the wind's kind of going again. I understand that lately they're not doing as good. And I think, you know, I think a lot of these teams are suffering from these postponements, right? Like these, this start, stop, start, stop nature of the season is probably, um, not done them any favors. I, you look at the Canucks and what a uh, crazy run they were on, and then they get postponed, and now they've kind of fallen back to earth again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I don't think the Canucks were a good team. Like, I, I expected that to happen. True. I don't think they're a good team. True. But I mean, to go on the crazy run they had where they're just starting to get right back in the thick of it for a playoff run, and then next thing you know, didn't the Sharks do that last year yeah I mean but they're what what the Canucks are doing right now they're basically doing the road trip that the Sharks are going to be doing fairly soon going to Tampa going to Florida Carolina I believe they go to Washington as well Mm um you know where it's going to be kind of a I don't want to say make it or break it a little bit but I mean it's it, it could be uh you're going through a gauntlet for sure yeah yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Avalanche shut out the Coyotes 5 nothing. Uh, the Kings go to Seattle and take down the Kraken 3-1. to one. Uh, The Oilers lose to the Ottawa Senators 6-1, to one, a pair of goals from Josh Norris, including one where he used Dylan Gambrell's helmet. I don't know yeah. if you saw that on there. I did. Um, but... Cassian, Yamamoto, Perlini, Nurse, your goal scorers for Edmonton. I mean, <laughs> Edmonton went into the went into the offseason and said, yeah, yeah, we probably need to address our goaltending. And they addressed it by coming back with the same guys. So not that it's been, you know, completely the goaltending's fault. I think there's been other things going on there too. But that team is... Uh, I don't know what's going on with that team. Like, it's just, it's a mess. It's, it's, it's an absolute mess. And I think they have maybe one of the most overrated GMs of all time. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. I mean, just, you know, when listening to the Steve Dangle podcast, go over the most recent signings that Ken Holland's made. Who He had a really good, he had a really good scouting department in Detroit. And was great before the cap. Well, when you could spend, you where they know, were spending like eighty when million. When you could spend forty million dollars more than the next, than the next closest team. I mean, yeah, of course they were good before the cap. But I mean, what's he done since? He he got the the, the wings to two cups. He won yeah. one, but that's it. And that was thirteen years ago with that cup win. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I think he's incredibly overrated. So, uh, I think he benefited from a really strong scouting department for sure. But his signings, I mean, especially, yeah, especially after the cap. So that's your, uh, wraparound for this evening. Uh, Let's touch up on the poll question before we get out of here. And we have to answer it. Oh, the question there in the chat too oh let me let's get to the chat first then uh what are we looking at here just about um thoughts on reports that the sharks are going to try and make hurdle contract offer which like no doubt of course they are like i think that they'd be they have to at least try um i I, it doesn't really move me one way or the other because i think that i don't know what this team thinks they are (laughs) i know what i think this team is i don't know what they think they are um, I mean, can you, can you, could you just not like, I don't think they cannot at least try and give hurdle an offer. Right. Cause I think, look at if, if they just said nothing and then you go to the deadline and say you trade them and it looks like you didn't even make an effort to sign them fans mad, probably. You should at right? least try. I mean, yeah, uh, I think it, they at least try like they, they have to like. They have to kind of cover their own ass a little here, maybe you know, and ultimately maybe maybe signs. But again, it depends on what Hurdle thinks and what they think of you know what they think they are going forward. I think, I, I you know, look at they're going to get some extra cap space, obviously, from Evander Kane no longer being here. 
Um, so maybe they think that they can, I, my fear is that they're going to be like, oh yeah, well, we just, you know, we can add another guy and everything's going to be great if I don't, but I don't think the sharks are a guy away. They're not there yet. Like, but who knows? Is, see, to me, I, I look at it as you sign hurdle. Great. You have your, you have your guy for the future to help you lead the way, but there's also uh you know what you can get in return for hurdle mm-hmm. you know. but it depends it depends on what like but that all depends on what the sharks think they are and that's the problem is and this this is the thing that probably doesn't get considered we can all sit here and go yeah look you could trade hurdle you can get x y and z or you keep them and you keep a really good centerman that you know do not grow on trees and you use that, you know, you use your newfound cap space to try and inject some life around them. But, you know, that's great. But it depends on, you know, what what does Doug Wilson see of this team? That's that's what matters. And unfortunately, you know, um, for one, obviously, Doug Wilson is away on medical leave. And I hope, you know, obviously, I hope that turns out fine. Um, but because the Sharks are so tight lipped on what they're doing or you know what they're thinking then and and look at and that's fine i mean i think some gms say too much probably i think the sharks are in a situation where they'd be they're damned if they do they damned if they don't they came out and said well we think we're a good team or we think this team's completely ass like they're gonna piss people off either way right so um i guess sometimes less is more but without knowing what the plan is like i think we won't know what the plan is until we see what happens with hurdle because I think if they keep hurdle, um, then obviously they think they're, they're close to getting back into the playoffs and being a contender, you know, hopefully that they can bring some of these guys up and they will fit into the lineup and, you know, and they can push for the playoffs in uh, Pacific that's soft, but I think it's not going to get any easier going forward. Like are, are the ducks, probably a bit of a mirage yeah they probably are but those players they have like some of those kids they have are for real very i mean and you're not even seeing mctavish uh you haven't seen i i haven't seen drysdale too much yeah but i mean you look at what what troy terry's broken through you look at zegris and the talent he's he has right no exactly like so i think yeah are are they but you know, they're, I think they're going to continue just getting better. L.A., same thing. Mm-hmm. Right? For, like, uh, there was a big there was a big thing in the chat about, like, oh, well, you don't want to rebuild because look at what happened in, in, you know, in Edmonton and look what happened in Buffalo. Like, but that's fine, but it worked in Pittsburgh, worked in Tampa, <laughs> um, you know. Obviously, we don't know the end result of what's going to happen with L.A. or Anaheim, but I think right. you'd be foolish to think that they're not on the right track. No. Right? Yeah. I mean, they're on their way. They're probably what? What would you say? L.A. and Anaheim are what? Two years ahead of where the Sharks are More in development? No. LA's LA's been tanked like LA's been rebuilding for for a while now like since they since they fell out of contention they they realized they were out of contention and then they brought in Rob Blake to take over as GM and ever since Rob Blake's been there it's been the plan like they've they've had a plan and this is now they're starting to come out of it again um <laughs> you know and then uh, Lacey's question how do you feel about trading Logan Couture if they're able to retain Hurdle I mean then you're still down a center, right? Like, I don't know. I think you're down a center, but you're also, I, I feel down... like if you move any of like those guys, if you move a couture, if you move a hurdle, if you move guys that are, that I don't consider to be part of the problem right now, maybe you, maybe other people will consider other people, you know, some people may consider some people part of the problem that I don't, I don't look at hurdle and couture as guys that are part of the problem they are right now part of the solution they're still good they're still making they're still earning their money in my opinion um 
you know, those they're, they're net positives. So I think if he, losing one or the other right now, like I think if you go forward and you maybe you sign hurdle and then you still decide that this team isn't good and then maybe you tear it down to the bolts after and you move Couture at that point, yeah, that's fine because Couture is not getting any younger. You still need guys, but the the thing is, you have to remember, you still need guys when you come out of a rebuild, right? That's the that's right. the problem, right? That's that's the big thing. So, the more and more we get closer to the deadline, the more and more this is just going to be so interesting to see. How I just this goes. I don't think like, and I don't think like keeping that. Then that's the problem, right? It's like I think that what's next for the shark is going to sharks is going to take time. There's no, there's no knee jerk solution. That's going to solve everything and make this a playoff team. And that's, or maybe a playoff team, but make them a true playoff, you know, Stanley cup contender. There's no knee jerk thing. That's going to do that. And I think that's going to be the frustrating thing because there, there really, there's no good answer. Like if you're looking for Stanley cup contention next year, I don't have an answer for you on how they accomplish that. Yeah. and that's that's what's going to be intriguing march 21st and then once the season ends and then you gotta plan for their draft you see you wonder what goes on from there so um it makes you wonder uh how different things would be if Tavares wasn't using the sharks as pawns to get more money out of the maple leaves (laughs) he wasn't the first i mean not out of the maple leaves but Tavares wasn't the first uh player that the use the sharks to i mean that's that's why i think the the they went so hard on eric carlson was because they were just sick and doug wilson was just sick and tired of being the bridesmaid yeah because i think a lot of free agents have used the sharks to increase their value with the team they wanted to go to don't forget stamkos too yeah so let's get to the poll question here tonight uh which quote-unquote face of the nhl would fit with the sharks right now just hypothetical. Any thing. of them? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now let's you're breaking it down. McDavid, Crosby, Ovechkin, Matthews. Uh, uh, of their skill set, and there's some that are different from others, but I mean, I'll take the best player in the world. Thanks. Okay, which is McDavid. Okay. <laughs> I, I, is that really up for debate? I know people are going to be like, oh, Edmonton's so ass. It's all McDavid's fault. Like, it's not basketball. You can't LeBron this shit. Yeah, see, I mean, and and McDavid is winning with 44% of the vote. Matthews is 33%. Yeah, he's the best player in the world. It's not even close. Matthews is 33%. I mean, for goal scoring, yeah, there's Austin Matthews. Uh, Ovechkin and Crosby, I think you look old. at it, they're old, but they have the leadership and they still are are helping the, the team out. Yeah, but those teams are built good around them. Like, they have competent management. What? What's competent management? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, in case you missed anything and you know, want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and of course at tealtownusa.com. So with that, let's uh, get on out of here. Ian, I appreciate you, bud. I think it's time for both of us to go to bed, but your final thoughts before we do. Uh, final thoughts. Um I, I, I want to do something just in case because I know someone's going to come and jump on me for, for, for saying McDavid so unequivocally. Um, McDavid, just play hockey, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> well said. Well, well said. At Ian Blogs Hockey, I am at Pucke14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. Sunday night, 7.30 or 7 o'clock, excuse me. Uh, Puckinologists with AJ and Jerk. Uh, I didn't say Edmonton had competent management. I said, for fuck's sakes, I said Pittsburgh and, Wa- and Washington. Jesus Christ. Really? Come We're talking about Ovechkin and Crosby. <laughs> uh, so, right. Pucknologist, yeah, right. Pucknologist, uh, Sunday night, 7 o'clock. We will be back with you for an early afternoon game on Monday. Sharks and the LA Kings. Yes, 
they actually play a team in the in the state of California. Sharks, Kings, the first California team the Sharks will see this season finally in mid-January. That's a 1 p.m. start on the West Coast here on Monday. We'll be back with you following that game. So be on the lookout for that. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Also, if you are not watching us live, leave a comment down below. Uh, that also helps out and uh, hear your thoughts on tonight's game and along with the poll question. So with that, we're out of here. So for Ian Reed, I'm Eric Kura. Thanks for watching. Hit us up on our Discord. Hit us up on our social media. And until tomorrow night for Technologists and tomorrow, or excuse me, I'm thinking it's midnight. And until Monday afternoon following Sharks and Kings, keep it real, keep it teal, keep it real teal. Have a good night, everyone. We'll see you Sunday night for Technologists, Monday afternoon following Sharks and Kings.